So why don't we stop wasting our time here? Oh my God. The man become preeminent. He's expected to have enthusiasm. Bring me everyone. Hold it. Enthusiasm. I'm afraid I can't do that. Okay, are we ready? Enthusiasm. You have no idea what's coming. Okay. We're in the building. There's just one person that I want to get up on stage immediately. Sharonda, I'm coming to you. But I'm going to see if I can navigate my way through this uh, without messing up now. So I think without further ado, I think it makes sense to kick things off as we are. Way past time. Welcome. Welcome to Marvel, the good, the bad and the ugly. I'm your host, Michael Morgan, and I'll be, uh, well, I'll be assisted in this hour-long canter through the good, bad and the ugly of Marvel's offering this year. Namely, WandaVision, The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, Loki, and Black Widow. Now, joining us is the Queen of Spaces, Risha Howard. I want you to flash up all your emojis for the Queen of Spaces, uh, Risha Howard. Well overdue uh, props to Risha Howard. And next up, joining me is the rap legend, Genesis Elijah. Show me your emojis for Genesis Elijah. I want to see more emojis than that. This guy's a legend, even more legendary than Risha Howard. Moving swiftly along, YouTube's finest, who will be joining us as soon as I can get my act together, um, is pundit, TV and film pundit, Sharonda Williams. Let's see your emojis. Pump those emojis for Sharonda Williams. And last, but by no means least, in the building again, the man, the myth, the legend, Femi Oluol. He's Earth's mightiest Avenger to me and the British political activist to you. Let's show some appreciation for all of our guests by flashing our emojis. Fantastic. So we've got a healthy uh, smattering of people across the board, but I want to make this as quick as possible in terms of getting uh, views of people who are here in the building. And that is, I want this to be an interactive session. So first of all, please share the tweet, um, which I put out, um, obviously detailing this space, letting people know that it's here. Um, if you don't know already, you can actually indicate to people that you were here by inviting them either by DM, but share the tweet. And that's the next one down. If you uh, look along your bottom nav, there'll be an up arrow and then select share via tweet. Come and join you uh, in, in the building. But um, we're hoping to make this an interactive session, as I say. I want this to be an interactive exchange. So do request the mic with your burning issue. And it goes without saying, look, be respectful of those absolute warriors who you see up on stage who've given up their evening to be here, right here, right now. Flash your emojis and be upstanding for these remarkable individuals. I want to start with WandaVision. But before I go to WandaVision, first off, I just want to have each of our able guests to introduce themselves. First up, Femi Olawal. Just I'm meeting myself. Hi, how you doing? Fantastic. Just, uh, well, given your credentials, player, what, act what actually qualifies you to be here right now? <laughs> I know why I selected you, but you tell me why you're here, brother. Uh, I am a massive uh, superhero nerd, have been since I was a kid. Um, I think I've watched... Uh, I think I've watched all the Avengers, all the um, MCU films at least twice. We went through all of it, the entire saga, um, during lockdown. Uh, and I am a 
if you want to quote, um, I'm the person to go to because I've watched them enough and I tend to, I tend to have a pretty good memory on these things. <laughs> okay, I think it's only right that I, I, I basically let people know why I've chosen you. Femi, you are an Avenger when it comes to um, campaigning um, and making sure that the issues that matter to us are well and truly in the public eye and have been, how can I put it, irrepressible in uh, the way in which you do it. So, yeah, you're definitely an Avenger. You're definitely worthy of being here. And uh, thank you for joining us. Moving swiftly on, Genesis Elijah. Genesis, why are you here, brother? Um, I'm a I'm a geek, man. Come on, I'm, I'm a comic. <laughs> I'm a comic book nerd. Um, started reading comics when I was a kid. My dad used to get me comics to when I sat in the barbers while he was uh, chatting, and I'd read comics. And then this, this never stopped from there, man. Oh wow. Okay, moving swiftly on because, as I say, we've got an hour, and I just really want to give everybody an opportunity to introduce themselves. Sharonda, I know that you're having technical issues just a second ago. I'm not sure if you can unmute yourself, if you can hear me. If not, um, I'm gonna ask you via DM to like come back in the room. Do you want to unmute yourself for me? Maybe you are still having technical dish difficulties and I'll definitely uh, get back to you on those whilst we get things underway. Now, um, last but by no means least, one of my favourite people on Twitter and uh, the queen of the, the Twitter sphere and the, the, the queen of Twitter spaces, it's a pleasure to bring in Risha Howard. Risha, what brings you here? Why are you here? I know why I chose you, but why are you here? Um, so a little over three years ago, I gave birth to a real life actual superhero. If you don't believe me, go check my pinned tweet. Um, <laughs> and uh, my son would be very disappointed if I missed out on this opportunity. And we are just a Marvel family. Um, the whole the whole household loves all things Marvel. And that that post that went viral. Um, Killmonger liked it. Just so you know, Killmonger liked that post. So I, I'm definitely worth. Uh, I have earned my spot on this stage today. Outstanding. Well, the reason why I I chose you again, just like everybody else here, you are an irrepressible individual. And I love the way in which you share basically everything that you know about Twitter spaces and you empower people like myself to actually run um, live events like this. But um, I said at the beginning that. I actually set a competition and uh, one such man has actually um, come up on stage to answer what the connection with the SOS band and uh, Marvel's finest, uh, Rashad Proctor. Rashad, what is the connection? If you want to unmute yourself first, Rashad, take it away. What is the connection between the SOS band and Marvel? Maybe not. Maybe we're going to have to come back to you, Rashad. Um, Sharonda, you should be able to speak now. Um, do you want to unmute yourself and introduce yourself? Why are you here? Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is... Yay. I, I can hear now. My phone was being trashed, <laughs> so I apologize. <laughs> um, my name, Why are you here? My name is Sharonda Williams. I run a YouTube channel called Pay or Wait. Um, I review film and TV, the Marvel shows, Marvel movies. Even when I may disagree, it's okay. I'll take the hate. It's all love. But thanks for having me here. 
incredible, just like the rest, as I say, that I've assembled, the remarkable individuals that I've as assembled, I want to uh, add you to that list as well. So I want to start, as I mentioned, with WandaVision. As the title would suggest, Marvel, the good, the bad and the ugly, we are looking at what has actually come forth um, by way of Marvel this year. And uh, I've outlined, you know, we're going to start with WandaVision. For me, a uh, very quick canter through the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, it was brave as hell. One division narrative and the narrative structure was bold. And if you ask me, it was a calculated risk, which paid off and um, kind of leads me to the bad, really. You had to wait a hell of a long time for the payoff. Disney, I have to say, and this is, I know this through speaking to people on Spaces and um, on my podcast, Trash OMFG, if you haven't checked it out, you have to actually, I mean, seriously, what 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 have you been doing of your lives? But um, Disney lost a lot of people halfway through this because a lot of people were, were like, nah, this ain't for me. The ugly, um, but in a good way, literally was the scene where um, Zombie Vision makes his first appearance, all grayed out, forehead all crushed in. I was like, whoa, what the hell? That was hellishly creepy and the stuff of nightmares. But starting with yourself, Femi, looking at one division, just talk me through the good, the bad, and the ugly for you. So the good, I would say, is the exploration of grief. Um, you've got the amazing line by Vision, what is grief if not love per persevering? That was a really good definition of what it is to love somebody who's gone um, and, and feel that pain. Uh, so going, seeing her emotions, seeing her battle with it, and I loved the element of how you're not 100% sure whether or not Wanda is a villain within the story. Because ultimately, I mean, objectively, she enslaves a town of a thousand people for months. So objectively, she is the baddie in that story. But because you see it from, from our perspective, you know that she's in pain. It doesn't excuse what she did, but you do see that that ambiguity of, okay, we care about her, but she's also doing the wrong thing. Um, what I would say is a negative is that even though during the course of the Avengers movies, you do feel so much empathy for Wanda. I remember tweeting after uh, ahead of Endgame, Wanda better get her revenge on Thanos after what he did to, to Vision. And I, it was such a great payoff. And you really, really feel it tugs on your heartstrings. But because the way of this, the way this show starts, you don't, it's, it's a, such a complete break with them, with the Marvel universe that we know. And you don't know whether or not Wanda's gone evil. You don't know anything like that. That emotional connection with Wanda gets broken. So many of the emotional beats are actually diluted by the fact that they, you don't really get that sense of, okay, this is a continuation of the loss we saw in Infinity War um, in this. So that, that's what I say would be the bad side of it. Okay. So we've covered the good, the bad, ugly, ugly. Um, I'd say <laughs> uh, the bit where the FBI agent tries to shoot the kids. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's 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 an interesting one for me. I, I took a lot of flack on Twitter for that one because I genuinely don't think that makes him the bad guy. A bunch of other stuff makes him the bad guy, but those kids 
from his perspective, didn't exist. They were simply fueling Wanda's delusion, which was keeping a thousand people enslaved and, and, and mind-controlled in a town. So if shooting them, these figments of Wanda's imagination, would free up, would free a thousand people, that's a mathematical calculation, which I think is fairly obvious. So uh, I, I guess that's an ugly situation, and I also looks ugly by defending him on Twitter. <laughs> I should have said at the top of the um, session that this, and that is Twitter space, is very much still in beta. So if this Twitter space crashes, uh, if you're following me, that will be the easiest way to actually get back in. I will restart this session. Um, obviously not from the top, but I will basically open up this session. But moving swiftly on, Risha, you put something up in the nest. It looks as though that might be kind of like um, adding your narrative, actually flowing your narrative. But <laughs> what's the good the bad and the ugly of WandaVision? Um, I have to agree that the bad was how long it took to arrive where we needed to get, but because <laughs> I am a fan of old school shows, I was able to kind of like enjoy the nostalgia and just um, just kind of dip into that aspect, but I can see how the younger generation would have been bored of that and might have uh, they might have lost their attention very early on. If you've never watched Bewitched and stuff like that, then this, this may not have been your cup of tea. Um, the good is uh, pretty much what Femi was saying about the grief aspect. Um, when we really frame everything that happened in that show through that lens, understanding that this is truly like a deep, deep love story. Um, mm -hmm. That when you really ask yourself, would I have given the option, have done this same thing? <laughs> to bring back my most cherished love, would I? And I think a lot of us, if we were being our most honest selves, would agree that we would be in a tough situation and some of us might go ahead and do the same things that she did um the ugly i can't say anything was ugly but i will say that i hated watching the twins grow up so fast like my mama's heart was just like man like <laughs> like you blink and, and like you feel like your kids really do grow up like that so that was hard for me to watch and like this is exactly how it feels like we go to sleep wake up and you like five sizes bigger but yeah there are some of the uh, topics we'll be visiting that I won't have as much input on but definitely WandaVision uh grabbed my heart this year okay Sharonda the good, the bad, and the ugly of one division for you. Yeah, I think one of the the best things, the good, as we would say, is the acting. The acting was just so top notch. I mean, you know, just like previous previously said, when you're going through all of these different um, decades of television and having to change your tone, how you the accent for every single episode they're literally becoming different characters every single week. And I think that like, that's really something that needs to be commended to just how great of an acting cast that they had, even with uh, Catherine Hine as Agatha giving us like a bomb song that was remixed. I mean, that's definitely a part of the good as well, but also too, even with the reveals of integrating now that they have Marvel has all of these properties that we could talk about nexus beings that you know we can include like terms that we would like really see with X-Men and being able to also start you know including obscure obscure characters that most people wouldn't talk about like Agnes I think that that's um, some of the best parts that WandaVision had to offer and really just that longing feeling of wanting to tune in each week 
Um, it's a little different for me because I was very disappointed with the second half of WandaVision. But after watching all of the other Marvel series, it's actually helped me appreciate what they were able to actually do um, with WandaVision for the 30-minute episodes. Um, I think the bad part is really just, like, how the second half kind of turned out. It was a lot of, like, you know, basically teasing us for episode after episode until we finally get to the final episode of the season and um just the treatment of some of the characters towards the second half of the season I just wasn't here for I guess that would be um the ugly version of it and I don't really like how they did white vision I wish they would have switched that story up a little bit um I felt (laughs) like if if I don't know what it is. Like the comics are there. They're good. The storylines are there. Just use it. It would have, it would have been really nice to see. Um, but yeah, I think that's mainly the ugly and just the basically leading us on thinking we're going to get Mephisto thinking we're going to get fantastic for all these characters. Just, I would definitely say the ugly is the teasing from interviews or trying to say there's going to be these crazy um, appearances that are going to happen. And then the whole leading us on with um, who we thought Quicksilver was really going to be. That still hurts to this day. But yeah. (laughs) I hear that. I hear that. So just before I bring in um, Genesis Elijah, just to say that I said at the top of the session that this is going to be as interactive as we can make it. Just before we move on to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, after Genesis Elijah gives us his take in terms of good, bad and ugly on one division if there's anybody who wants to actually give their 10 penneth give their uh, view give their perspective on one division i can only choose one because we are fast running out of time but if you want to make yourself known by actually just clicking on the mic symbol requesting the mic i'll come to you as soon as genesis elijah has given us his take on the good the bad and the ugly of one division take it away genesis um, I think they're good. I loved what they did with the first couple of episodes, um, parodying the the sitcoms. Like, I loved that. I also, I love the pacing as well. Like, I know a lot of people thought it was too slow, um, but I liked how it was paced. So that was the good. Uh, to be fair, I've ordered all the the series that they've done. That's been probably my favourite. Um, and I don't really have a lot of negative things to say about it. Um, the the bad again. I, I kind of wish that Quicksilver was Quicksilver. Would have loved that. Um, the ugly, I don't even know. Like I, 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 again, there wasn't many things I could really pick holes in. Like I, I really love that that, that show, man. <laughs> okay, all right. Just before we move on to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, thank you for that, Genesis. I'm going to bring in. I hope I'm not going to butcher your name here. Ayako? Hey, yes. I thought I changed my name. Okay, cool. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Ayako. Um, Ayako. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I have to start by saying that I don't know that I, I, I have anything other than good about really any Marvel <laughs> anything. I think that <laughs> I am drunk with the Kool-Aid. Um, just so there's that. But um, just my experience with WandaVision was interesting because I started about maybe three, four episodes in. So I started like, what, what I mean by that is I started and then binged four at once. And so I think that that completely changed my experience with it compared to a lot of other uh. people because I didn't, 
have, okay. you know, all of that waiting time for all of the payoff. And, but, but beyond that, and, and, you know, so maybe that's on the back of my mind, but I loved, I mean, even just the early episodes for what they were. And, and, I, and I'll say that I'm not a comic book. I didn't grow up reading any of them. And so the first Marvel movie I saw in the theaters was, y'all are going to judge me, is <laughs> Infinity War. Like, I still have a screenshot okay. of a text where I text my friend, who's this low-key guy? And I spelled it L-O-W-K-E-Y. And in that time, and I now I've watched everything twice, some of them three, four times. And so, I, like I said, I got the Kool-Aid and I drank it all. Um, but I love, love, loved just the, what, about WandaVision and, and really about Marvel in general, for me as a didn't grow up in the comics person, is that it feels very... One, it's just very character driven and I like character stories. One division to me, you didn't need to care about a superhero ever to enjoy one division, especially from the beginning. I thought that that was really powerful. Mm, mm. Now I hear that. I hear that. Thank you for that. Um, Ayako. um, moving swiftly on Falcon and the winter soldier for me, the good, basically it, you couldn't miss it. Putting the topical issue of race front, and center was a masterstroke, particularly, you know, when you look at what's happening right now, fresh off the back of Trump being drummed out of office, that was incredible to see. The bad for me was, um, I, I, I'm not going to front, I'm going to say this with my chest, Wyatt Russell, aka John Walker, aka the new Captain America, took some getting used to, I'm not going to lie. You know, I think aesthetically, I, I was like, huh? I just found his acting as well so wooden and his performance was really, really jarring. The ugly, the ugly for me, and I know this is a small thing, but it took me out of the actual series. It took me out of the character as well. The paper mache shield that John Walker made before setting off to do work, that took me right out of the program's believability stakes. And I know we're talking about something, obviously, which is based in, in fiction, but that had me scratching my head. So moving back to our panelists and uh, what we think, or what they think, I should say, I'm going to mix it up ever so slightly, and I'm going to start with Genesis Elijah. Cool. So this is out of the three, the three new shows, Disney shows, this was my least favourite. Um, yeah, least? this is my least favourite. And I'm like a really big Captain America fan. Um, so mm. obviously, with the Winter Soldier, I'm, I just love... It's probably one of my favourite Marvel movies, actually, um, the Winter Soldier. But um, I think with this one, I felt like they should have lent more into um, the into Falcon's side of the story and dealing with his sister, him dealing with like real life and that element of it him becoming Captain America, him realising that there was people that went before him that didn't get the treatment that he got and leaning more into the race side of things, for me, was a way more interesting story than the the flag smashes and all that kind of stuff that didn't really do it for me. Um, it was cool, but it wasn't. that wasn't what I was coming back every week for. Um, so that that was probably... That, that could be classed as the bad... Um, the goods, obviously, like, you know, the fact, like, the stuff that I did like, the, the, the Falcon story, I think that was the good. The ugly was, I think, some of the CGI, basically, a technical <laughs> thing. I felt like with, with, um, with WandaVision, I feel like you never really feel like the budget is any less than the movies. 
it all just it all just flows. It could be a scene in a movie, it all looks perfect. With the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there were certain elements, certain parts where I was like, nah, I can see you ain't getting the, the budget budget. They're just giving you something, you know what I mean? Just to <laughs> to kind of get the TV shows. Disney ain't really giving you the Mickey Mouse money. So that was the bit that kind of threw me off out of the story a little bit. Not like again, it wasn't egregious. It wasn't me like going, okay, this is just whack. But it was enough for me to just kind of take me out of the story a little bit and, and get me into the looking, thinking about behind the scenes, which I don't like doing while I'm watching a program. Okay. Sharonda. Sharonda. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, can, can okay. so what I did like about it is I did like that they actually attempted to address race. I wouldn't say they got it right 100% of the time, but you know what? They tried, so E for effort. Um, I would say, <laughs> I mean, that speech at the end, come on now. I was like, bruh, why? But at <laughs> for the bad, I just didn't like how they did my girl Carly because... Carly was actually, I don't like how they did Carly at the end, but I will say that Thanos was right in what he was trying to do. Carly proved that on what was happening. So I do want to say a part of that, I'm not saying that I'm rocking with Thanos and I'm not trying to wipe away half of the population in the world, but if they wouldn't have undid what Thanos did, my girl Carly wouldn't even be caught up in this mess right now. All right. Um, and I will also have to say, I know I'm going to get some heat for that. It's okay. When you sit back and think about it, you're going to be like, you know what? Thanos was right. But also, too, I wish we got a little bit more with Isaiah Bradley. Um, because I felt like that storyline was really strong. And, like, we introduced it. And we had some good moments. And they kind of tried to, like, save it at the end. I just wish that some of those yeah. storylines was wrapped up a little bit better. And also, too, I wish that we could actually see Bucky and Sam really come to terms with what happened to Steve. Because I don't know if we really, true, we didn't really get to see that process. Like, they would talk about it, and then they'll never talk about it. I wanted to actually see that stage of grief with the both of them. I thought that that would be really nice. Okay. Femi. Okay, so for starters, Aiko, I just wanted to say, um, watching Infinity War first, at uh, first I, I vomited a little bit in my mouth, uh, um, but then <laughs> I remembered that I, uh, I made a bad mistake as well with um, Firefly. I watched Serenity before I watched the actual TV show. That was like, the worst mistake I ever made. Um, so I, I get where you're coming from. These things do happen. Um, and Sharonda, you don't have to go so far as to say that Thanos was right. You could say that Thanos was right in the idea, but he could have just, you know, doubled all the resources in the re universe because he had unlimited power rather than killing half the universe. It would have solved the same problem. Um, uh, as for the good in the show, I'd say it's got to be the, um, the, the racial element of things. I think the that notion of ha how black people deal with race, given that given what was done to their previous generations um, in, in America, knowing that 
that, that's what that phrase of no self-respecting black man could be Captain America. Um, you, you understand where he's coming from in the sense of what was done to him. But at the same time, Sam is really aware that if he wants to make things better, he has to, he has to engage with the system that exists. And he has to be that example to the world and be part of what makes America America if he wants to make America better. Um, so I loved, I loved how they dealt with that. Um, in terms of bad, I'd say um, that you never really... The fl- yeah, the power levels is one thing they just did not get right. Like, what can a super soldier do? The idea that um, Sam, without superpower, without, without the serum, is going toe-to-toe with a bunch of sh- super soldiers, um, even, even without the wings on him, I... Yeah, get, get it clear. Because it'd be like him fighting Captain America. Just, yeah. Yes, he's going to be Captain America now, but at least recognise that he's not got the same kind of physical strength. Um, ugly... Uh, well, I guess it looked ugly um, when... Um, uh, Oh, what's it called? Agent Agent America, or what's what's his name? Um, Tom John Walker. Tom Walker, yeah. He when he uh, smashes the guy's head in with the shield, that looked ugly, but I thought it was also a really cool moment. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, just before I bring up uh, Risha, just to say, I said at the top, I said in the middle, I'll say now. I want this to be an interactive session, so people who want to actually. Um, give us your view of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we're talking now, obviously, about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, do chip in by clicking on the mic symbol. And in the meantime, for those of you who are actually in the audience, watching, listening, um, do tweet out that you hear that people are welcome to come and join in the discussion as we discuss Marvel, the good, the bad, and ugly. Risha. Risha's passing the mic on this one. Oh, Okay. It's like that, is it? I I did not do my homework <laughs> on this part. Okay. Well, um, let me bring up Lady T, who's been waiting a long, long time. I, I, I saw you earlier. You can now speak, Lady T. Lady T, is your mic working? Oh, can you hear me? I can now, Thank ladies. You. Take it away. Um, I, I, um, I was quite irritated by the, um, uh, the bloody thing. <laughs> totally. Um, the the Captain America passing it on to a black American, and then it went to it just went where it did. It just really irritated me, to be honest. The the whole thing just I found irritating. Um, just, just to pause there, Lady T. When you say that you were irritated by it being passed on to no, black, no, sorry, black, no. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm probably not saying that. Unpack that for yeah, us. I'm not saying that very well. So it was passed on in the end of the end game, and then it got passed on to the. It, the, it just didn't seem to go where it was going to go, so it just irritated me quite a lot. Um, it, I think it, it could have been a lot better, really. I think. Okay, you, you say that it could have been a lot better, but in your mind, how were you expecting it to play out? I, then, I thought, given where the narrative arc was going from Endgame, I thought it should have carried on um, with everybody that was it was passed on to carrying on with um, being. Sorry, I'm getting a bit nervous. Um, 
That's all right. Take your time. I thought we should have, all friends we here. Should have carried on with everybody like in the end game taking it on, and the the white guy that took it on in um, the the movie was just really he wasn't very pleasant, was he? And it was just <laughs> it just pissed me off, really. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's where I felt with it all, really. Okay. Well, thanks for that, um, Lady T. That's all right. Yeah, I'm really going to have to watch the show so I understand that a little better. Sorry. <laughs> just got, yeah. I got really nervous about <laughs> speaking. I didn't expect to be asked to speak. So, sorry. That's okay. Like, 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 like I mentioned, look, we're all friends here. And um, for a lot of us, it is our first time um, public speaking <laughs> coming up on stage anyway. Yeah, thank you. For a lot of okay. people in the audience. So. You, you're doing fantastically well. So moving swiftly on then, Loki. Now, for me, the good was, I'm not going to lie, you know, there were many good things, but man, how good was it to see Jonathan Majors chew up every single facet and scenery in the final episode as he who remains stroke Kang the Conqueror. Now, the bad. We had to wait until the final <laughs> episode, basically, to see this incredible payoff. And uh, the ugly for me, the ugly, look, Loki had his own series and I was still wondering, I was still pondering, I was still kind of like perplexed whether he was good or bad. Think about it. I mean, you, you can, you, you, can you answer this definitively? Like, pick a side, bro. So I'm going to go back now to um, Femi. I'm going to start with Femi. Um, Loki, talk to me, my brother. So I'd agree with you. The Kang the Conqueror stuff at the end was absolutely fantastic. I, I loved the introduction of that character. I loved the doors that it opens for the MCU. And we've all heard of Multiverse of Madness, etc. Um, that was very, very cool. I loved um, the way they dealt with time. Um, that was also very cool. I'm going to have to go on to my gripes um, quite quickly um, because there were just there were some episodes where you just felt it was just moving too slowly. Like it could have been a much shorter season. It would have been a lot tighter. You'd have had, you'd have had the same, the same emotional beats. Um, and I, another one I'd say is that Loki as a character. Um, and I know that a reviewer that I watched regularly made the point that this was like a week after this show starts a week after you had Loki trying to destroy New York trying that moment where he's inside where he's um talking to natasha black widow and saying um i'm gonna make barton split your skull um and you mewling shut up you mewling quim that's that's the sort of loki that we had a week ago i get that he watched the sort of this is your life version of of everything that happened afterwards but I would like to have seen some of that more morally ambiguous side of Loki, not just the slightly playful, oh, I'm going to do a bit of mischief here and there. So if I would have wanted to see him actually try and be bad for the first few episodes um, rather than um, just immediately get to the Loki that we earned through many, many, many films in the MCU to get us to where we were in uh, Infinity War. And ugly, um, well, again, this is one of those, <laughs> depends on your definition of ugly. On, uh, on um, TikTok, there's a trend whereby if a brother and sister look like they're doing something weird together, this guy just duets it with, um, sweet home Alabama. 
Um, and I'd love to see that um, played when Loki starts kissing himself. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Genesis Elijah. I don't know how you're gonna. I don't know how you're gonna follow that one, my brother. Take it away. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's true though. That it does get a bit weird there. Um, all right. So the good. I think. If, if you take away, actually, let's do it differently. Yeah, so the bad. I just watched them, the the um, first Avengers movie yesterday, day before yesterday, and that that change of who Loki is there to who he is in the in the series is a little bit nuts because you, you're right. He goes from trying to kill everybody. Like, I think one of the thing, one of the the, the quotes is, "Ah, oh, Loki just killed eighty people. So he killed bare people. Then all of a sudden, yeah, you watch the video, and now he's good." So they say, we, we say that's the bad. Um, so then going to the good, I think the the fleshing out of the character, Loki, which they've been doing throughout the, the other the other movies, where they've got him to now, you know, I think is, is in a really good place. We've actually got him to the point where he is a hero. He's no longer a villain at all. Um, and he's someone we root for. I think the way they've, they've written him, they've written him really well. Um, the the I guess I guess the storyline. If you really think about it, it kind of switches away from who he is quite quickly, and goes on to um the 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 female Loki. It's really her story for most of it. Mm. Um, which is, again, I'm not 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 bothered about that. I think it it works well. Sets up the the multiverse and all that. Um, ugly. Again, not, yeah, I, I say it is a bit weird them two kind of falling in love with yourself. I guess that that could be the ugly. But um, apart from that, yeah, really, really enjoyed it, and I think that might be. I might even even enjoyed that slightly more than um, uh, the Wonder Vision. I think when I when I think back to what I would rather watch now, like if I was just sitting at home, what would I rather watch? I'd probably go to Loki faster than I would to Wonder Vision. Okay. Next up, Sharonda. Okay, Loki. Oh, we have such a love-hate relationship. <laughs> okay, Loki started off. I was intrigued, okay? I was really intrigued with um you know, anytime we talk about timelines, I get really intrigued, especially when they're talking about we're going to start going into like the multiverse. And then it just Hmm. I felt like there were a lot of filler episodes that were happening in Loki. And I agree that these episodes definitely could have been tightened up. I will always take a 30-minute episode that's jam-packed from beginning to end instead of longer episodes that don't really lead to anywhere. I know that the rumor was that they only filmed half of the season due to COVID. But I, the second half is... I, in my opinion, is better than the first half of the series. I love what they're doing with King the Conqueror. I just think we took a little bit too long to actually get to that part. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I like Loki's hair flips. That's the good. The good. I like Loki's hair flips. I'm going to keep it on a positive. But I think um, after a while, Loki started being underutilized. Like, we saw him do some cool use of his power. I thought that I was actually going to see him use more magic, and that just didn't go anywhere. So, 
I don't know. It was a little bit of a mixed bag. I mean, I think they ended on a bang to like keep us very intrigued about what's going to happen um, in the future season and to see how that plays out for our new big baddie for the um, MCU. But yeah, I felt like the execution could have been a lot better than what we actually got as as an end result. Okay. Now, whilst Risha is still in the building, I think she's having a little bit of technical difficulty with the sound. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up um, somebody who has requested the mic. Um, I'm going to go with Leone. I I hope I'm not butchering butchering your name, sir. Leone, your mic should be live, sir. Leone, do you want to? Yeah, there you go. Hello. Hi, Leone. We we Hello. we we can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. I can't hear anyone. Oh, okay. Um, it looks as though Leone or Leone is having problems with his um can you hear me? mic. So, yes. I'm gonna. Add uh, Bunsen and Beaker. I hope this. I hope this isn't technical difficulty uh, territory for everyone now. It's so buggy today, apparently. But um, if you if you can actually hear me, do you want to unmute yourself? Let's let's try. Hi, uh, sorry. I think when you were uh, connecting me as a speaker, my mic went out. Um, thanks for bringing me up. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so, well, I'm not I'm not a dog. If you look at the profile picture, my, my real name is Jason, <laughs> and our, <laughs> we just have really really popular SciComm dogs. Anyways, um, we're huge fans of Marvel in our house. And uh, I know some people didn't like parts of Loki, uh, but we just adored Loki. It was so good. Um, and then because in my, my alter ego, I teach high school science, having another like, it, like a female character for some of these kids to see in a Marvel movie that isn't a one note character that actually has like half a series based off of them. I think that's really cool. And that's what I wanted to say about WandaVision too, is it really flushed out another female superhero for, for kids to look up to. And I don't know, Sylvie's, mm. Sylvie's pretty cool. You know, it's interesting you touch on that just before we go back to our speakers and we end off with Black Vision, sorry, Black Widow. Um, it, it's incredible the diversity of the characters which actually came out of all of those which I've, we've been discussing so far. I mean, when you look at, um, you know, the fleshing out of the female characters, when you look at introducing LGBTQI um, issues and um, that perspective into it as well. And, um, you know, basically accentuating and giving volume to race issues. It's been all round diversity. It, it you know, it ticks all the boxes from where I'm sat. And I just thought that was fantastically refreshing. But um we are fast running out of time as i said i wanted to keep this and do a hard stop at the top of the hour because i am kind of aware we've got family we've got genesis we've got sharonda and risha who have spared us their time so i'm going to do a hard stop at the top of the hour but we're going to end on black widow now for me the good the good was the backstory 
to the backstory. The deep dive explanation was fantastic. It was great. I mean, this was one hell of a deep dive as far as I'm concerned. The bad, Ray Winston. Ray Winston, for me, is a revered British actor. Ray Winston, for me, he struggled with that accent. I mean, here we, we had Cockney Wide Boy mixed in with Russian, mixed in with Eastern European. It, there, there was even a bit of Jamaican in there at, at, at times. I just found him jarring. And uh, finally, the ugly. Whilst these uh, characters that have not previously interacted, I'm talking about the family now, in previous movies, I just found like this stilted and pretty awkward way in which they interacted with each other, again, slightly jarring. Now, I'm going to try to connect with Risha, whose mic I hope is back in play. Black Widow, uh, Risha, are, are you still in the building? Is your mic okay or are you still having issues? <laughs> okay, it would seem as though her mic is still playing up. So I'm going to go back to Sharonda. Okay, the good. Mm. It took y'all damn long enough to make this movie. Okay, <laughs> at least they finally gave us a movie. I really like Yelena. Um, I'm really happy. I mean, I remember seeing the footage at Comic-Con when the world wasn't in shambles and it was dope and I like that Yelena I feel excited to see how she's going her character is going to fit into the MCU um my main issue with Black Widow is Taskmaster I felt so disrespected I felt disrespected to my core I don't like what they did with Taskmaster like you have this whole story of who Taskmaster is, it really like undermines the character because this was like something. This was like something that a talent that they just had, and then they turn it into this computer-generated type of thing that they basically turn Taskmaster into a machine. I just didn't like what they did with that. I felt very disrespected by how they handled that character. Um, but I think overall for me, I do really like the themes of how they talk about the treatment of women in the world and how a lot of the abuse and treatment that can happen just goes unnoticed. So I do love when they have like these messages that still pertain to what we're seeing in the world that we actually live in. And I love the diversity of the widows. Cause when I started seeing black widows, I was like, what? They got black widows in here and they actually get to talk. I, that was a surprise for me, but it did make me appreciate what Scarlett Johansson has done with the character Black Widow and the fact that I'm happy that she just finally got the movie that she should have had 10 years ago. Um, and I thought that she did a good job. Does it? Is it 100% perfect? It isn't, but I, I still have fun with Black Widow. Genesis. Yeah, um, it's, it's better than um, Captain Marvel. Um, it's not as I don't know. I, do you know what? It's funny yeah, because it's like when I first watched it, I was like, "No, nah, this movie, this movie's good." Black Widow's probably one of my favorite characters. Um, well, one of my the, the favorite that has no powers. Um, and at first, I was like, ah, "I don't know if it's it's not it's not that good." But then I was thinking back to like the first four movie, um, the the first. Um, Iron Man movie and I'm like it's on par with those like I guess what do you really expect it's not going to be like a big ensemble there's not a lot of characters in it Um, but as far as a a standalone film I think it was really good I guess 
the part that kind of in the back of your mind you're always like, ah, oh, she's dead though, isn't it? Like, so it's, it, it only goes so like, <laughs> is there a way? Can you bring her wow. back at, at some point? Um, because it, it always almost kind of feels like it's all for nothing, which I know it's not, but that's just a, a personal thing. Um, but I thought I thought the movie was good. Um, I didn't go cinema see it. I, I paid for it to watch it at home, and I didn't feel like they robbed me. I felt like I got my money's worth. Um, yeah, there's, uh, there's not really more, much more to say. Um, yeah, what they Taskmaster, I kind of get that the idea. I don't like when they do that. It's almost like they they kind of cannibalize certain characters. Um, but as we know in comic book writing, if it can be written, it can be rewritten. So. It, it, it's it, again, it's nothing that I'm, I'm, I find too egregious. But um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was good, and, it, and I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it as well because I feel like sometimes after first watch, you, you, you don't, you're, you're too judgmental. I'm, I'm not really watching it to really, um, I don't know. I think I feel like on my first watch, I was very judgmental. I was, I was expecting it not to be that good. I feel like on a second watch, I'll be able to enjoy it a little bit more and, and just kind of just fall into it and and, and feel the 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 um, experience. I hear that. I hear that. Last but by no means least, Femi, what did you what did you make of Black Widow? What's your good, bad and ugly? Okay, so good. Uh the way they handled the concept of family, that was outstanding. Um because I you, especially in that in that first in that first o- opening scene, or well sequence, you really feel that sense of what it, what it was like, and you really get a, a hold of what kind of trauma the Black Widow that we've seen throughout um, uh, the MCU has actually been through. Um, and so that was really good. I, enjoy, I enjoyed all the way in which the, all the ways in which the family interacted. I thought it was a really cool way in which they got into the helicarry at the end. Um, and I loved the fact that they were self-aware of the way um, female characters have been treated in superhero shows in the past. The posing, the fact that they actually made fun of the pose that, uh, that Natasha does when she lands. Um, I look forward to perhaps seeing uh, um, uh, Deadpool interact with them when we get Multiverse of Madness, because I hope that like you <laughs> you get to see Yelena and Deadpool making fun of Bl- Natasha's landing, superhero landing. Um, that would be quite cool. Um, negatives. It's a spy movie. Be a spy movie. The best thing in uh, the best moment for Natasha in Avengers Assemble was when she's talking to Loki and she gets Loki to reveal his plan. And at the end, she says, thank you for your cooperation. Um, That was the best bit. She's a spy. You want to see that kind of um, that's her superpower. And so what I wanted at the end wasn't some big, massive helicarrier uh, blockbuster ending. I want to see just a simple infiltration of of a of a, um, of a building. And ideally, I would have wanted to see um, her pretend to be her mother for longer and and have her do the actual full interrogation as her mum, and then at the end say thank you for, for your cooperation, um, and potentially even be beaten up as her mum and go through all of that. And that would have been a very a much cooler way of of, of addressing it instead. They, uh, yeah, they, you have the, the situation that the cliche of the, the bad guy tells the, the superhero all his master plan, knowing it's a superhero. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it would have been better if that reveal had, had come later. Um, ugly, uh, 
Not much. I, 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 I just, I love this film mostly visually. I'd say that the, although I, I think at the end, I just didn't want to see the big helicarrier heli ending. Um, I wanted to see just something spy-like. I know Bond has some stuff like that, but still, it was a bit over the top and it could have been just so neat and tidy. Um, so that was unfortunate. Look at you, Femi, the consummate professional. With just two minutes left to spare, in which I can now do my outro, you are a presenter's dream. <laughs> Look at this. Perfectly planned. And thank you, everybody, for um, well joining us in what was, I think, one of my one of my well most enjoyable spaces. I've been doing this now for a while. Different genres, different subjects, and um, you know, it's always a pleasure to convene this with um, individuals who think differently to myself. And uh, I wanted to thank Femi. I wanted to thank Genesis Elijah. I wanted to thank Sharonda, and I wanted to thank Risha. And I want you to thank them too, just by throwing up your emojis and uh, showing your appreciation for them and their time as well. It's been an incredible canter. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to convene more or less the same kind of panel later on in the year, once we've seen What If, once we've seen Shang-Chi, once we've seen Eternals, once we've seen Hawkeye, and of course, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, until then, stay safe and be good to yourselves. Take care. Yeah. Uh.